Welcome back to the Batcave, fellow Cave Crusaders. This is Batman Returned, and I am your host, Charlie Ashby. And alongside me is a built Austrian cryogenic scientist, Alden Diaz. Charlie, do you realize that the dinosaurs are gone? And if so, do you know what killed them? Uh, I do not. Why? What happened? Ice Age! <laughs> Get ready for a whole two hours of that, folks. See, I, I think most people, when they quote this film, they go for the, the basics. They go for the Ice Age. Yeah. But they don't go for the ones that I truly love, the, the vague references, like, um, sing, sing. Oh, God, it's no. so good. That Those sort of ones you just, you know, you just have to go for those ones. Um, yeah, Batman and Robin. <laughs> Quite a well-known film. Perhaps not for the best reason it is one of the most lauded uh, critically panned films of all time it is considered one of those films like if you were to go to describe a negative experience you'd say it's like a batman and robin experience but i'll i'll jump in and say i don't mind this movie i think that it is pure cheesiness i think that the era that the films were coming to was definitely come to an end. This film definitely shot Batman in the, <laughs> in the head. But at the same time, I don't mind it. It was always a fun film. Very 60s. Definitely a cash cow. But at the same time, I can't complain because I was the one buying the toys. I think it's interesting that this movie has such a history of people seeing it as a colossal misfire and you know a bullet in the head of the franchise and arguably uh you know one of the original blows against comic book films overall as a as a, as a genre and as a as, as a viable franchise ip um decision for studios but it's weird now looking back on it because it is keenly aware of what it is and i think that that's been a a big sticking point for people where they think like how could they screw it up and let it get that stupid and it's like do you really think that some of these people didn't know like Schumacher and like Uma Thurman and Clooney, when you look at their careers, pretty sure they don't just accidentally make this. And when you watch it with the lens of intent, like you said, like taking the Adam West feel, you know, of the sixties and making it a nineties movie, it's infinitely more enjoyable. Yeah, for sure. Especially the outfits and stuff. Like it's definitely a sixties, like a modern version of the sixties show i think there are issues with the film george clooney i think has gone on record saying that he often like gives refunds to people who dislike the film um <laughs> but also has said that yeah it pushed his profile up like he made him the hollywood legend that he is today so there's, there's pros and cons i think to batman and robin it is the obviously the sequel to batman forever which was kind of like a nice in-between of the Burton films and this. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, goes, absolutely. this sort of forgoes the entire Bert, uh, Burton sort of mythologizing of what do these characters mean? I don't think there's much of it detailed. It's more of a family affair. I think obviously the introduction of Batgirl, the, the worrying over Alfred, all these different subplots. It's, it's an interesting um, turn. Yeah. It's a, yeah. um, it's a film. It certainly is, Charlie. It uh, certainly is a motion picture. 
of the feature length. And there's a, there's a lot to enjoy here. And it's interesting to see, um, I guess my last thought before we get started, it's interesting to see how far the, these this iteration of Batman, whether you see it as one long iteration or two separate ones with Burton Schumacher, of how far it could get stretched in the other direction from, you know, 89 and the returns before it would snap back completely in a different direction for Nolan. Uh, it has like the most turbulent, you know, people remark a lot about like the Spider-Man reboots, like, oh, it's been rebooted a bunch of times, too close together. And it's like, yeah, maybe these were spaced out better, but there has never been anything more just breakneck and um, turbulent and inconsistent as Batman on film. So it's just, uh, it's going to be a ride. Yeah, just to update people, who, if this is your first episode, first of all, I recommend going <laughs> to the beginning and just going through the different films. But if this was your first episode of listening to us talk about this, I will say this. The way we're viewing these films in the, in the wider scale of the DC universe is all in one big multiverse. And you could take each film individually and expand that different context. So you could have the 89 world, which is 89 and 92 films, and go off that tangent. But we're going. We're going to follow the multiverse line that exists in terms of the film release. So in this universe, we're we're assuming that the same Batman from '89 is the same Batman in this movie. Maybe you can add the logic that Grant Morrison gave to the comics, where he's been him and Robin have been beaten up so many times, had so much gas attacks <laughs> that this is how they view the world now, which is hysterical. The, like that's such a Morrison take, and I I legitimately. I have no evidence to support this, but I would say that Morrison enjoys the hell out of this film. I hope so. Absolutely. They're just a great creator, and I just can't wait to see. I mean, it'd be perfect to hear, uh, hear their thoughts one time, but until then, let's get started and watch Batman and Robin. Now, I'm watching it from a Blu-ray copy. Alden's watching it from HBO Max. Mm -hmm. So we are at 0000. Right at the beginning of the Warner Brothers logo. So if you want to join in, just go to the beginning of your copy. We'll do a three, two, one, play, and then we should be all synced up together. Are you ready? I am ready to go, sir. I am so excited. This is our season finale. It is. Our se well, our, we have an epilogue as well, an epilogue episode. That's but true. This will be the last feature film. Yeah. Absolutely. What a ride it's been. And now we're going to end it with the majesty of a, an observatory turned into a giant freezer. Eh? Good Lord. All right, let's get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so three, two, one. And then when I say play, we click together, okay? Mm -hmm. Three, two, one, play. Rated PG-13. Warner Brothers. Oh, it's all iced up. That's still cool, though. Yeah, and I, I've always liked the Forever Returns font. I said that on the last one, and I stand by it. It's exciting. And I really love the themes from these films. Yes, I agree with that. I do agree with that. Again, I'm noticing for the first time these sound effects. Uh, Alicia Silverstone. 
Uh, we'll get into that. <laughs> Can you hear those sound effects though? Like the vroom? Oh yeah, I just heard it big time on the the Robin logo there. I do like that Robin's logo gets to sit on Bruce's for this one. I I think that's actually cool. Yeah, and it's very Nightwing esque. Yeah. Oh, here it comes. Possibly the best suit up. I mean, absolutely. The lighting's great. The fact that it's ass and then crotch and then ass and then crotch. Like, it's just a, a perfect sequence. Like, who's filming this? Alfred. Yeah, right. Alfred, like, crouched down with a handheld. I also like the changes to the Robin suit here. Again, making it Nightwing. And, you know, somewhat ironically, you know, people love the blue and black Nightwing and this one went red and black and mm. when DC rebooted it they kind of took uh, a page out of this book <laughs> so out of it <laughs> oh man they somehow managed to make the Batmobile even more gaudy than it already was yeah it's like this is a man who <laughs> <laughs> Waits till nighttime to go out with a neon, like, friggin' hyperdrive. Oh boy. Could you imagine a line like that today? It would have been 50 articles about, like, Jesus, confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> Robin gets car in next film. <laughs> Superman to appear in sequel. Does Superman gift him the car? Well, I like the the reference there that he just keeps destroying these cars. Oh my goodness! The fact that there's neon in the case. I know for, for the motorcycle. <laughs> Dick was like, "Look, I need neon lights in here, please." I'll cancel the pizzas. Is such a sad line, Alfred. Eat them yourself. Oh, uh, and the, the first hints of McGregor syndrome. Michael Goff really acting in a film where not a lot of people are. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, he's still underrated. <laughs> he named himself. Gotta respect it. Why the very long hallway? <laughs> Again, Gotham's like, we need more statues. <laughs> uh, just the interiors. This this set right here, if this if you don't think this is a sixties set and you think yeah. that they that, that they accidentally did this. <laughs> I mean, there are anecdotes that people have said over the years of Joel Schumacher sitting in the director's chair, you know, with his uh, with his microphone there, his his. Oh, God, there it is. Uh, and saying, you know, remember, everyone, this is a cartoon. All right. Places. Yeah, that's great. Never understood this line. Freeze also has the most interesting henchmen in all four films. Oh, absolutely. I will say, though, I do like his outfit. I don't hate it. 
I don't hate it. It's definitely not what I'd prefer overall, but it's interesting. Okay, I'll, here's a controversial opinion. I don't think Arnold does a bad job as Mr. Freeze. I think he does a terrible job as Victor Freeze. <laughs> In the sense of like when he has to be a person? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, this, is, this is stupid and great. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast will be a series of grunts. <laughs> like, does he come prepared with the? Um... Also, I love how it makes a perfect bat symbol. <laughs> how does that work? This drifting is incredible. What? <laughs> The heroes. <laughs> Kill the heroes. The most honest villain in all of cinema, really. No, I'm still not over this, Alden. Look, he made a perfect fucking bat symbol in the door by crashing into it. Like he's a, like he's a Looney Tune. That's just good physics. <laughs> just because you couldn't do it doesn't mean it's not possible. Do you think they just hired a hockey team? I hope so. This is the Great. American uh, Olympic team right here. <laughs> These fucking guards, though. Gotta give them some respect. Oh, the acrobatics. Amazing. Do you know what? I, I, I don't hate Clooney's suit. You got rid of the n- nipples. I don't hate it either. It's it's not my favorite. Oh, Jesus. There they are. The ice skates. What kills me about that is that he left the cave without knowing that they were going to be facing Mr. Freeze, which means <laughs> that all suits are equipped with those. Oh, I mean, obviously. Sorry, this is the Museum of Antiquities. So there's a mummy, a diamond, a giant... <laughs> a dinosaur. <laughs> Shout out to the bongo player. I think Chris O'Donnell's really great in this film as well, actually. Yeah, I think he's consistent. He is consistent across the two, I think. I agree. Yes! <laughs> the Ice Age! Oh, that's ridiculous, and I love it. Also, false. Also, the effect for the beam is absurd, but it's great. I think, yeah. Like, I know a lot of the complaints about this film in terms of it, like, you know, this is silly. Yes, but I can't really fault a silly film for being silly. Yeah, it doesn't. Again, it is keenly aware of what it is. And do I think that it's what Schumacher would have wanted? Not necessarily. I think that he would have preferred something more akin to forever. But at the same time, you know, it's he he delivered what the studio was asking for. They wanted absurd. We are in a way the toy film. 
Yeah, and we are in a lot of ways still feeling the effects of the studio trepidation caused by returns. Uh, just to remind you, Alden, this man's wife is currently dying of a uncurable disease. <laughs> that, why, why should that mean he can't have a great time, Charlie? <laughs> if anything, that should mean he has more fun. Again, I love the abs- like the absurdity of this. Like, so he's got a car that turns into a rocket. Oh my goodness! And he's but he's a cryogenicist. <laughs> Again, this is the sort of stuff I love. Like, I think in Forever in this film, they really focus on the gadgets a bit more. Yeah. People are like, oh, how come Robin's got these magnet <laughs> things? I'm like, I don't care. It's awesome. And again, very, very Adam West in the sense of there's something for every situation. Go from looking very less neon from the sky. Fuck off! (laughs) Here's the other thing about Clooney. And it's been said, and I will agree with it. This script is near unsalvageable for any performer. Mm -hmm. But George Clooney, just as a choice on paper, is a good choice for Bruce Wayne. I think so. (laughs) I love the glass, the goggles. <laughs> the goggles and him flying backwards. The wings, I love. Oh my goodness, I forgot about those wings. Don't know how that works, but you know, whatever. I sure hope he's got a laser tool. If I would say how they alien escape this, would surfing in the sky be your answer? It's just mostly what I would hope would be the answer. <laughs> it's absurd. And they just look like CG monstrosities on the way down. I don't think they look that bad. I've seen worse CG now new movies. Okay, that looked terrible. The, I love the diamond just flying up. Oh, so good. Nice. 
I like Robin having fun. Yeah, I think it, it tracks again. It makes sense. And he also is now beyond the arc that we saw in Forever, where he's no longer carrying that rage. Yeah. And uh, I think that this film does a good job with him. And I also think that the whole the whole thing about not maybe not wanting to live in Bruce's shadow as much is a good place to go. Does the film do it well? Not really. But I think that it was it was nice that they tried to explore it. What's with these fucking doors? Made by Bethesda. (laughs) Bethesda. (laughs) (laughs) I love this effect. Bad. Bad boy. Bad boy. Look, people, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, this isn't as nuanced as the first three episodes. What are we supposed to do? Also, I like this. He doesn't actively kill Robin. (laughs) Okay, and he undermines it immediately. (laughs) Mr. Freeze, like, explaining, like, a hero's life in the dumbest way possible. That's why this day is mine. Let me fix the wall. I feel bad. And then he waves. <laughs> I'm going to drown him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of this. Sick of him. So scientifically, this is on point, right? This is absolute science. When the water gets hot, it turns red. Okay, this is the subplot that I just... Good lord. Where's it supposed to be Santa Prisca? I I guess. (laughs) She's trying to be a fucking flower and a snake. But I I will say that Uma Thurman is, is phenomenal casting for Ivy. I think so. Independently of what happens, she's just exactly the kind of actress that you would want for this role. That's why we should let Maya Hawk be Ivy now. Oh, that's a great pick. Although I will say one thing to you. I just want to re- re- just repeat what I said. She's trying to mate a flower <laughs> with a fucking snake. And we call that ambition in the world of science. But she doesn't know what he's doing. And you can hear the screaming. <laughs> what, what, what laboratory is this? What world is this okay? So this mysterious experiment was one door apart. (laughs) (laughs) Freaking John Glover kills me in this role. John Glover is amazing. I love him in any film. The more ridiculous, the better he is. I 
I also just love that, like, yeah, we're doing this experiment. We're going to make Bane, but it's not just that. It's like they put him in the Bane outfit pre him being Bane, which tells me that it was like an aesthetic choice. <laughs> Absolutely. Can we talk about the? This is this is terrifying. This used to scare me as a kid. Venom. Can we talk about how, how the United Nations is a Russian woman, a random general, <laughs> and some Arab people? <laughs> an Arab and an African person. They're like, we'll just not be, we'll just be pure racist, I guess. Tell the transformation. So funny. I still think this is cool. It's because sad, it is but it ludicrous. Is, uh, it's aesthetically closer to what Bane actually looks like than Tom Hardy. <laughs> I know. This transformation is very Arkham-esque as well. Yeah, that is. <laughs> Some wrestler in a gimp mask. Oh, sorry, I forgot to mention. Yeah, so, so there's an Arab fella, a uh, a Castro. <laughs> it's a generic Castro impersonator. This is me when I haven't had my coffee. How do you think the creators felt about this? <laughs> like, we'll purposely make this character very smart. Like, he works out who Batman is, you know. And then they were like, nah. This is actually really fucking creepy. See, the way that Uma Thurman's delivering this whole impassioned plea tells me, like, again, another example of Schumacher and his performers. It's exactly, they know exactly what this is. They know exactly what it is. And John Glover is a perfect example of that. Like, these two are working off each other. This is just pure comic. Look how sad he is. <laughs> this is great. You still have to die. So how to create poison ivy? You knock over a woman on a table. Put some venom and shit on her. And then some snakes appear, appear in your head. <laughs> fellow maniacs 
So you call them the United Nations. No, they're fellow maniacs. Yeah. Oh man, the origin story. I I can't I can I watch this on repeat as a laugh. <laughs> so Look at this acting, okay? When he falls in. He's a he's an Olymp Olympic decathlete and a scientist. <laughs> Goes north. It's <laughs> <laughs> the sound effects. Sorry, just to repeat that. He is a, an Olympic decathlete and a scientist. So good. Diamond enhanced lasers. It's some I of the funniest know. super science in any movie. It's ridiculous. This whole film has no science. Oh, this is this makes me sad. I used to watch this really upset when I was little. Because I'd grown up with this outfit. Yeah. It's <laughs> a great line. It is great. Again, Alfred being consistent across all four films. He gets the, he makes the script. You know. He makes it work. This is sad. He's like, Bruce is relying on Alfred still. That's what I kind of like about this film. It's like, he, he's learning to let go. And also that between having, uh, you know, having Dick as Robin in his life and then also gaining uh, Barbara later, he has to become the patriarch. Mm -hmm. And it can't be Alfred anymore. Was great detective. Oh, the young Alfred's great too. Oh, by the way, your parents are dead. Yeah, that, that's the same day. <laughs> I just got off the phone, Master Bruce. What a, what a day! Your supreme ruthlessness. Your ruthlessness. That's my new Twitter handle. <laughs> Gonna make him a voice you can't hear? <laughs> He's listening him via mail. <laughs> this is what gay people think straight people want. It 
hates the music. Every time that she does the seductress in this movie, it is just hysterical. There's a line in this film that I can't... I can't explain how much I love it. Clodophil. It's the men as well. I mean, look, if you've got to go... Bye, Jason. This is actually her best look in the film. You think? Just the fresh origin look i think is is better than the green because oh, i'm a, i disagree i'm a green skin ivy person and i think the more like stripped down just like intertwined with the plants the plants all around her i will say people who think that this is her worst performance has never seen the avengers <laughs> Standing in the other room doing that the whole time. <laughs> and from Bane's point of view, he's like, yeah, all right. Well, I'll simp. I'll simp. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a story of men who simp. Oh, my God. This is the sing scene. Jesus. I love what Bruce is like, we don't know where he is. <laughs> The fucking ice cream factory in the fucking city. Sing. When he gives up, it's the best. He's like, yeah, oh, whatever. It just kills me that it's like, like you said earlier, like he's he's supposed to still be this tortured character. This man got a bathrobe that matches his skin. (laughs) Look at that. He's got a, it's like, you know, my wife is dying. I'm doing this all for her. And he's got a piece on his side. <laughs> but you can wear some like sexy outfit, I guess. Frosty. Frosty! How? I don't know how that works. <laughs> it's like they looked at, they were like, diamonds look like ice. And it's like, it's not just like the diamonds are fueling like some liquid cool or whatever the hell you want to say. They're fueling lasers that keep him cold. I will never understand <laughs> that. heart of ice eat your heart out and that's the other thing is that like you try not to be comparative with you know the different adaptations and stuff but heart of ice is so perfect that it becomes even more frustrating 
I think growing up as a kid, like I just had empathy for Freeze because of the cartoon. So seeing this actually just did make me sad because I wanted her to be, you know, like I wanted them to be helped. So maybe it, I just have that resembling stuff still in my DNA when I watch this. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally understand that, and it's also Paul just Eddie the Tanner. idea. <laughs> yeah, I like the Wayne Manor aesthetics here. Actually, this is actually nice. Oh, and there's Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, too old for that outfit, but oh boy, oh, I'm not going to complain. You know, Robin's grown because he's not jumping off the fucking bookshelf. I have to say something, Alden. Yes, sir. If you weren't convinced this was Bruce Wayne. Now he should be because he's wearing a turtleneck. He's finally achieved peak Bruce. <laughs> I'm Alfred Pennyworth. <laughs> okay. What do we think about this? So, Barbara is actually Alfred's niece instead of, you know, Commissioner Gordon's daughter. I feel that it at least tracks emotionally, even if it's not executed well, with the fact that Alfred has character in these films and Gordon does not. It at least ties it to someone in, you know, if... If this Gordon was a character, then I would want him to be her relative here. Yeah, it doesn't bother me too much for this film. Also, Oxbridge Academy. Do you know why that's frustrating? Wait, what's the name of her school? Oxbridge? Yes. So Oxbridge is just a thing we say over here when we refer to the two major universities, Oxford and Cambridge. It's not an actual university. Okay, yeah, because I I thought it was just a play on on one of them like just like i'm making fun i didn't know it was something that you guys actually said in the uk well it's something to just to refer to the two major ones like if you come from an oxbridge school like either oxford or cambridge but they're using it in so it's an actual university right it'd be like what's the two major universities about this scene is so awkward this scene plays out way too long this entire edit is just I mean what's happening there boom <laughs> boom he's on Pornhub <laughs> also just like how old are your parents girl right this is this is the comic book Aunt May come to life in terms oh, of no. age Margaret was a slut <laughs> Also, Alicia Silverstone, like, yeah, she was big in the 90s and Clueless was a major film and, and it's still a very celebrated film. But I just I don't understand her as a choice for this role. Not that it's a great part on the on paper either. I mean, it was a poorly written role. I don't mind her. Like, I, I think the major thing that bothers me about this film is the, the behind the scenes stuff where people used to bully her for her weight, which is just so much bullshit. Yeah, that's ridiculous. 
I love how she's, she lives in England. That's her accent. Also, her parents died five years ago. And he's busy looking after Val Kilmer. <laughs> Doesn't even, like, you know, maybe walk further through the house before she does that. He's like, you've got perfume on. Are you trying to get laid? <laughs> Do you like the idea of, like, adrenaline junkie, rebel rebel, you know, this entire characterization of, of Babs? Do I like seeing Alicia Silverstone in a uh, leather outfit? Yes, I do. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think it. it I, I can't really analyze her as a Barbara Gordon because, like, because um, like uh, Robin in the Dark Knight trilogy, she's kind of an amalgamation of different characters. Right. Robin's like, I tried this trick. (laughs) This is a very Burton-like shot, I have to say. Like, this feels a lot like Burton's Gotham. Gotham wigs. (laughs) Dude, I, I would kill... I would kill for a Hot Toys figure of Bane with the fedora. I love that he looked at himself and was like, I need a trench coat and a hat to cover myself. It is somehow like, he saw one episode of Ninja Turtles and was like, that's going to be my aesthetic. Would you feel safe standing in that observatory? No. (laughs) No, this looks like a death trap. Everything about it looks like a death trap. Love how Gotham is like suffering. <laughs> He's like, we're gonna spend all this money on a fucking telescope. I don't know how this works. <laughs> Hey. Bruce is like, to be clear, I fuck. <laughs> Just in case you were looking for any uh, hidden meaning. Come on, Bruce. Uh, marriage? <laughs> Ooh. Wow, what a dick. You out of my way, you fascist bulldog. <laughs> Dude, this movie said A cab before anyone else. He's like, and the last time I humored a lunatic, I ended up with the Riddler. Yeah. Do you think the Riddler in this universe is still standing in his cell? He flapping is. Flapping his bat wings? Absolutely. <laughs> I like how it's got recycled on it. Did you notice that? No. 
but that's great. On the script that says recycled. Bruce is a Democrat. <laughs> He's like, we don't need the new Green Deal, Miss Isley. <laughs> Here's the thing is like it's it's super corny but like this is a you know they they hit all the beats of of an Ivy origin and of her ideology. Also, she's not wrong. Everyone else seems like the crazy ones now. Yeah. This bitch. <laughs> Special guests, Batman and Robin. <laughs> but, and that's the picture they use. Fucking Pazuzu from... <laughs> it's like, look, I got, res- I got an invitation, fuckers. That guard is next to her. She's just monologuing. Maybe the script is well ahead of time. She's not wrong. <laughs> For the greening. That guy's like, is she okay? Look at this wedding tape. I also just love like that it's not just that they gave him the skin of the accident or whatever, like in the Arkham games, but he has a glittery coat. It's so funny. I love it. I do like this moment, these moments as well, though. <laughs> it's the sound effect. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yes. God. I hate when people talk during a movie. I bought you some ice. <laughs> Who's filming this? <laughs> Is that their sex tape? Like a screen run article. <laughs> so true. <laughs> My goodness. Everything about this gala is just weird. It's so fucking weird. I can only assume that Joel Schumacher had a dream once. <laughs> We're like, we'll do that. Yep. It's like literally like Joel Schumacher was in the script and he goes. Oh, we're raising money for a botanical garden? Alright. How many naked men do we need? (laughs) This is what we're going to do. We're going to do an African fever dream. Like, I don't understand what the theme is. Bruce, like, these are my parents' diamonds. Old Craven the Hunter. 
the gorillas, man. It's the gorillas. I know. It's like, ruin your microphone. What'd you say? <laughs> He's like, do you think uh, Freeze will take the bait? He's like, ruin the microphone. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Hey. Oh, fuck that one. <laughs> Was this guy in the last film? I can't remember. I don't know. This host is just killing me. This is the sexiest thing I've ever seen in my life, by the way. That's the gorilla for you, isn't it? Yeah, it's, the, it's the taking off the, the hat. I don't know, this is kind of sexy though. Look at the eyes. Good grief. No, you said about earlier about the outfit not being sexy. This is why I disagree. Well, I don't think it's not sexy. I just think that it's... Uh, it's better. She's going to go make a green... Like, to me, it doesn't have, like, the resonance of, like, Michelle Pfeiffer's where it's, yeah, it's a sexy outfit, but it has a character reason. She just wore green because, because. She's poison ivy. That's why I prefer green skin ivy. I do like the, uh, the facial prosthetic thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of the eyebrows and stuff. I like the poor music. (laughs) I actually, yeah, I don't mind the, uh, the pheromone gas. The pink gas, either. I like how the women are like, yeah, yeah, sure. Good lord. (laughs) (laughs) Robin's losing it right now. Yeah, and Bruce is like, looks constipated. I'm surprised that old man that bid 30,000 hasn't had a heart attack yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's dead. How long is this scene? It does kind of look like lettuce on our, on our eyes. <laughs> romaine. Two big Salad. slices of romaine. <laughs> My name's Romaine Salad. My garden needs tending is, uh, oof. Well, I mean, good lord. <laughs> I love it if she just gave up halfway through and was like, fuck me. <laughs> Our asshole. 
<laughs> Five hundred thousand. This guy's losing his mind. This guy, this woman's like, I'm your, I'm your wife. Oh, can we talk about the the credit card? Here it comes. Then the expiration date. <laughs> so good. The best pun ever. Oh, freeze. You had to come ruin it. I'll fuck you for zero pounds. <laughs> I did ice. Chill. My testicles are at ice temperature. I like that he repeats chill two more times, just in case. <laughs> man i tell you i i just you know watching these and, and looking ahead a little bit because uh, now we're a couple of years away from the next iteration of, of these characters i know that we're doing penguin and riddler and catwoman again but i am i am dying to see freeze and ivy redeemed on screen what do you mean redeemed this is great <laughs> Done done a little more seriously. Well, you don't want to hear a whip slip sound. Uma Furman is making the exact same face as I do <laughs> watching her. How does that work? TikTok. <laughs> the mulch. <laughs> I actually like that. That's funny. I love that. <laughs> Pheromone dust. Great line. Cool, cool party is great. <laughs> oh, this movie. <laughs> oh. So anyway, seven billion dollars, yeah. <laughs> he just walks away. <laughs> He's like, I haven't done police work in twenty years. <laughs> I'm just a figurehead. I think Bane should have just wore this outfit for the rest of the film. How many fucking giant statues are there in Gotham? They erect a new one every year. The entire infrastructure of Gotham is built 
<laughs> literally on the shoulders of giants. Again, the timeless nature of the cars makes no sense. Oh, we've got to talk about this screenshot that's about to appear in a second. Chris O'Donnell's scream is the best acting I've seen in life. Do you remember the scream? I don't. I'm like eagerly anticipating it though. The Redbird control codes. Oh man. That's such a Bruce thing though. I actually like that. Yeah. Although highly unsafe Bruce for you to do that to him up here. He's got a big erection though. You ready? Holy shit. <laughs> it was like, he, just, he killed your family again. Like, that's rage. Ah! I love that. Ah. I love a good ejector seat. So poor Alfred had <laughs> this punch, knocked him out immediately. So funny. <laughs> Paralyzed. The, the way he looks, a limp on the ground. I like that he brings that up, actually. Yeah. Dare I say this is good? That actually was a fine scene. Yeah, I, I liked everything about that. I'm dying. <laughs> Recordable CD? <laughs> I'm on LimeWire. <laughs> I, w- <laughs> uh, I mean, this film, it would have been FrostWire, Charlie, for sure. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go to Napster.com. <laughs> I just love this monitor with the CD drive that's vertical. It's just I know. I love it. <laughs> Did you just have a massive wank? <laughs> you do work with the police. <laughs> Great line, man. 
fucking he's so good and the Dude, script is not that bad he's destroying these scenes with such good delivery that you forget the rest of the movie around it which makes me upset because yes michael kane's great but people forget how i did i completely forgot how good he was he's so good he's still my comic alfred i'm super curious about what the andy circus take will be like Oh, this is so sad. Because he kind of knows what's happening. He doesn't want to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely smart enough to, to you know, discern the information. Boo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, look, I've got a massive hard on from earlier. <laughs> Dick Grayson's horniest day ever. The second time we see Arkham, and do you remember what we see in this film? I don't. I don't know if it's this scene or later on, but we do see the costumes from the previous film. We see the Riddler and um, mm. Two Faces outfits. I also just love that, like Arkham in the last film was clearly something you could drive up to, because uh, we see Chase and Bruce talk outside of the Arkham Gate, and then in this one, it's like Azkaban. <laughs> I mean, he's also in a fridge. Uh, that's a Mandalorian device used to oh, capture so Jedi. <laughs> Into the cold beam. Dude, that cop is like, I am the best. Nice. How do they make these fucking outfits? Dude, this is acting right here. Yeah. I, t- I take back what's sniffing about Michael Go. This is me when I'm a- have a hangover. <laughs> Good to see the rehabilitation at Arkham is working well. Yeah, just some minor torture of prisoners. I actually like this cloak. Forgot about it. I love his outfit. It's stupid. Also, look, more neon ridiculous. <laughs> Turkish bat. <laughs> What sort of fucking gang is this? <laughs> it's like, all right, 
Dave, you get the neon paint. <laughs> These are the kids of the uh, Two Face gang with the uh, neon Tommy guns in the previous film. Oh, sure. This is the next generation. These are actually Frank Miller's mutants, just adapted for the screen. Um, oh, what a way to describe that. But very well spoken. <laughs> That's Jared Leto's Joker. <laughs> right, we need some glowing chains. The sound effects. It's like a Looney Tunes clone. That's right, just knock the support beams to get the interior lighting. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. That's a good line, too. I mean, you know... Is it freeze or like what? This movie has a lot of characters monologuing. It does. Oh, a like, lot of it. I never realized that. Oh, I forgot we get scenes. <laughs> what was that? Did you hear that sound effect of the flower? It moaned. Oh. <laughs> uh, Alfred, hit the ejector seat. <laughs> you need to peace out of this conversation. Alfred's like dying. He's like, let me take you down to the Batcave. Batman forever. <laughs> Dude, don't you miss Chase Meridian, Bruce? Like she she was down to just let you do whatever you wanted. Yeah, but she would have got bored of Bruce immediately. She got bored of Batman. That's like, true. Five seconds. That's true. Alfred, there's a fire in the house. I'm gonna whisper everything to you.
What the fuck, man? Jesus. Well, that's like I got in the well. <laughs> I love computers from the 90s. <laughs> Robin. <laughs> It's like mother. F- <laughs> Enhance. <laughs> the soundtrack, my God. It's not quite the uh, Prince uh, Seal days, is it? No, it's not. In fact, there's, a, there's actual uh, artist in this film. Like I mentioned it last time, I wasn't sure if it was the last film or this one, but it's definitely this film. And who's this? Well, we're about to see. Also, oh what God. is this? A clockwork orange cosplay. Clockwork orange. <laughs> Goth, and also some like Georgian French Revolution. Oh, uh, yeah. Coolio. Coolio. Oh, got him. How much you got? How old's that kid? Like the Robin, can you see it in the helmet? This is so ridiculous. The red Robin in his helmet is awesome. Yeah, I do like that. Can you name the other comic book movie that Coolio's in? I can't think off the top of my head. He's actually a full, not just a cameo, he's a full-fledged character in the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie, but in the director's cut. Oh, I haven't seen that. He has a whole subplot where he's a, a criminal who is like wrongly ac- accused. Good lord. Yeah, but is there green fire in that film? Didn't think so. No, no, this one definitely has a beat in that regard. Do they ever explain why she's such an adrenaline junkie? I forget. Um, I don't know. Her parents died in a car crash. And she's like, oh, me too. <laughs> That's, that sounds nice. She's like, I'll just do that. We joke about it. This has got like Batman Beyond vibes. It does a little bit, yeah. Oh, man. A Schumacher Beyond movie if he was allowed to do serious... Serious script work would have been awesome. Oh, no. Who would have cast as old Bruce in a Schumacher film? Thinking about mm. late 90s. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. What about like 90s Christopher Lee or something? That'd be dope. <laughs> I'm Robin. It sounds like a Sega soundtrack for like it a game. It does. It does. <laughs> Guys, we're an hour into this film for everybody that's watching along with us, and we haven't even scratched the surface of how ridiculous this movie gets.
They seem safe. What a dick. You can't get beat. Lucky Robin showed up, innit? <laughs> How terrifying. <laughs> nice. Nice pun. by doing the same thing that killed them. She got kicked out of Oxbridge, Charlie. Show some sympathy. God damn. Yeah, there's no street racing in London. Which is dangerous, by the way. <laughs> Why would Dick make that joke? This dismal life of servitude. <laughs> he loves being a butler. not wrong oh thank god oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right, the whiplash of that moment. <laughs> this Bruce loves a robe. He does. I like this. The sadness I'm between, like, he doesn't know what to do. What a weird cut. This movie is just... <laughs> oh, the carving. I think that's kind of sweet. Like, it's a nice nod to the animated show and, like, the origins of the... of The reen, the new origin. Yeah. But the guards are just there watching. <laughs> that's really funny. Finish. The guards finish, are yeah. like, I guess. He's like, it's my daughter's birthday soon. Can you make world one? She loved the wet clocks. <laughs> How did he get visitors? They let her yeah, all the way that up. That should ring door. alarm bells, yeah. I was about to say, like, how did they let her in? But I just remember, the, obviously, the pheromones. That's true. Can we, for no reason, can we just retcon the guy on the right as Deathstroke? Yeah, <laughs> we should, absolutely. 
That guy's got a little bit of hair on the back. What the fuck? Some, some sort of mohawk. Oh, Slade. Yeah, there's the cops. Here we go. So good. I love those little nods. Yeah, that's pretty cool. They did the same with the Arrowverse a few years ago. Like they had the Bane mask and the Dark Knight Rises and stuff. Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize that. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> the shopping cart. <laughs> Ridiculous. This man has a PhD. Oh, I'll help you grab your rocks. Oh. <laughs> what a delivery. No good. <laughs> It's the sort of shit I like. You like watching pipes explode? Uh, duh. Mr. Bane. And they all died. <laughs> That'll do it. No, sir, I'm dying. They've all turned into fucking crazy psychopaths. <laughs> I called Chase Meridian and she just said she'd fuck me until I felt better. <laughs> Alfred, I like you dying. Yes. Fuck you, oh, Alfred. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off and die. 
Who would have thought that poison ivy was bad? <laughs> Misunderstood ivy. <laughs> Who took a photo of Bane like that? No shit. Oh, God. He must have fucked this woman. (laughs) (laughs) My wife. Oh no, she's got McGregor syndrome. And McGregor syndrome appeared in Arrow? Yes. It was? Yeah. They introduced it into the Arrowverse. That's so funny. And the the manipulation begins. Fucking fuck Ivy. Excuse me? <laughs> this movie's so stupid. I love it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want to be in the VR booth. <laughs> When someone had to scream my lungs. I just love that like it's not like an uh an actual like installation process. He just drops them in a cup on his suit. <laughs> <laughs> so is Gordon dead? <laughs> it's incredible. Aaron Sorkin, Tarantino-esque dialogue. Better than Tarantino, this film. (laughs) I'll say it here. (laughs) The spiciest take. This is the Nightfall arc, completely adapted. What's that even fucking mean? Because he's a bird. Is that the joke? Yeah, I guess it's like pot, like you know, probably want a cracker. Yeah, that's what I get, but it's, it's stupid. <laughs> Is that true? Good point. Black rubber. Oh no. That, that that's just a fuck it that's just marketing. <laughs> that's true as well, I think. 
And you were saying Commissioner Gordon isn't a hero. Here's his action moment. <laughs> How dare. Gordon's like, you know what? I'm not going to bother. <laughs> fucking. Just the fucking saxophone every time. It makes me laugh. <laughs> I've only just noticed how her at the end of her gloves are painted red. Damn it, Bruce. You're the worst. <laughs> That's true. He does. He does. Ooh. Mint. Mint. Because <laughs> she goes like, mm, can I lick him? I mean, popcorn the kettle black Gordon this is the most evil act in any of these films and I'm including Napier killing <laughs> Wayne's <laughs> it's like really upsetting actually Jesus fucking Christ oh that's a that's a dark beat it uh, is a very dark beat uh, what, has that ever been done in any of the comics that someone goes after Nora yeah, I, I, all the time. I mean, look at Arkham. <laughs> yeah, someone who kidnaps her in that is it Penguin? Joker. <laughs> She's not a robot. That's the advert for After Effects. Bane's like, what the fuck's going on?
The wild. Boom, boom. I love this plant. Oh my fucking god. I just noticed there's a snake. It's amazing. And the fact that it's just like a practical puppet going back and forth is cracking me up. How do you feel about this? Like, I know it's it's dumb, but like, how do you feel about it just like as an idea? What, as snake? a villain plot of like trying to restart and all that stuff. Do you know what? I don't know. I'm too I'm too worried, Alden. I'm thinking about Alfred. The best doctors, ladies and gentlemen. The best. <laughs> Robert's like, no. You okay? Oh boy. <laughs> Why? <laughs> How long do you think they've been working together? Uh, a few years, I think. I'll say the same in between. I'll say like, two to three years. Delete my internet history. <laughs> I was using Frostwire, Barbara. <laughs> Horrible downloads. NaughtyMilfs.com A sacred trust of MILFs. <laughs> Sluttybutlers.co.uk <laughs> .co UK <laughs> .net I always wanted to go out speaking the kings
Mr. Wayne, are you aware it's the anniversary of your parents' death? Who? I'm joking. My parents? No, 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 I'm just... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who are they? I haven't thought about them in years. This is normal. Gordon would have told you without the pheromones. (laughs) Yeah. Ooh. Oof. That's harsh, man. That he, seems, harsh. he seems okay, though. <laughs> wow. What a date. <laughs> Warning, normal. We should probably have shots every time he says ice. We'd be dead. We'd be dead. There'd be no more show. We'd be, we'd be as cold as ice. Yeah. I like how the bat signal seems to be the same one. That's nice continuity. I'm not sure how this does anything, though. I do like that tie back to her, you know, wanting to be God and stuff. Yeah. Good point. (laughs) Fair. Enter password. Alfred. He named it CD. CD. (laughs) Alfred's mixtape. <laughs> Bruce Bangers 2000. Alfred's Bruce di- Bangers 97, rather. Alfred's dying mixtape. <laughs> it's just the cure. Rain Joy. Like, oh, yeah. Joy Division. <laughs> this actually is, is good character work right here. Yeah, me too. I agree. This tracks, I think, you know, across these uh, films, yeah. these three Batmans. Yeah, exactly. I think what's interesting is that we've there's definitely a narrative web that goes from all four films.
I just like the idea of like we know Bruce is hurting, but he's not crying. Like he's still trying to hold back. Until now. Well, that's good stuff. Yeah. Well, I feel actually teary. <laughs> Who'd have thought that Batman and Robin would be making me tear up? <laughs> These are sensitive times. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, England. England. <laughs> leg. Else, he's got. A, else, he's got a leg. What else do I know about him? Slut. <laughs> Milts. Blonde woman. Pegging. <laughs> so not only is Alfred's password his sister's name next to an, the fucking, you know. The picture that says it. But also. Okay, but also the fact that. <laughs> Did Alfred edit these movies? He's got absolutely. the title sequence on there. <laughs> but he's got. It's a three letter password. It's the, yeah, it's seriously. the back computer. Also, can we talk about something else? Yes. We'll get into this a bit later. Or, like, not later, but a bit soon. So, while Alfred's been dying, he created a, a sexy outfit for his niece that has nipples on it. Wouldn't you? Like, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> My dear, your aviolas are lovely. <laughs> oh, Jesus, the areola. Yes. Dick. <laughs> Great line. <laughs> nice. I like that. This just kills me. I know. This is so 60s. It's it's amazing. These two scientists. They're dead.
It's like, we need to make a bomb, but we also need to make them flashing light and crystalline. And again, we'll talk about this when we get to the Dark Knight trilogy, but Bane has the exact same plot in both these films. And the same, like, character relationships. Everything's the same. Could you imagine Joel Schumacher's version of Ra's al Ghul and the League? The the whitest man you could get playing (laughs) Arabic. (laughs) Those guys with the painted faces earlier were the League of Shadows. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, why not? (laughs) But what's what's his goal now? I get that he wants revenge against Batman and Robin. Because he thinks his wife is dead. But why? Like, apart from that, once they're dead, what what next? Well, I think, you know, he said, first Gotham, then the world. I think that he plans on taking out that rage on everybody. Why? Like, he wants to have the Ice Age. But here's what what I don't get, is that I've never understood that Ivy and Freeze don't realize that, and again, this movie's not that smart, but they don't realize that they are in conflicting, like, they can't have the planet both ways that they want. I love this shit. Oh, yeah, suit me up, Uncle Alfred. Vagina. <laughs> Boom. It's the pan up to the ass. That's what gets me. Nipples. Here's a question, and this is just an aesthetics, you know, preferences thing. How do you feel about uh, Barbara having a domino mask here and not a cow? I like it. Yeah, I don't mind it terribly. I prefer, you know, a cow Batgirl, but. As long as the hair's showing. Yeah. Because she, she has a cow at the ending. That's true. This is what every vegan girl on Tinder... <laughs> That's what their apartment looks like. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll be honest. What was that? (laughs) The flowers are laughing. Oh. What does that even mean? (laughs) Have you got a moldy fanny? Jesus Christ.
I love, love, love the rubber lips so much. Me it's too. so stupid, and I love it. I also like it's like, haha, fuck you. I get a kiss. <laughs> This is the line I love. <laughs> Such a fucking great line. Whoever oh, wrote that man. script, I'd love to just say, well done. Again, this is a nice little beat that nods back to the last film. But this time, Batman and Robin are in trouble. Yeah. Also, I really like Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl. I'd love to see her return for the Flash film. Oh, oh, oh! It's the different phases of feminism fighting. <laughs> She's fighting in heels, by the way. Backwards and in heels. R2, I don't think you should be... Uh... I immediately think of Return of the Jedi every time I see that shot. <laughs> Fantastic. Never caught that. Like, at least she looks like it's hot as fuck. Sorry, people called her fat in this. What, what the it's fuck just, are they... It's, it's just baffling to me that that even is possible. But you know what? I believe it because people are the worst. But. Yeah, they. I mean, apparently, uh, Schumacher was like, "Why are you bullying this girl?" <laughs> the sound effects. I just I can't with this movie. Sorry, PC. What about Bat Person? <laughs> I like We'll Kill Her Later. That's actually funny. Yeah. Alfred, you used the good leather. I know, right? Who are you supposed to be? <laughs> Nipple girl. This is already a real big subtle advertisement for teeth whitening. I'm going to cut blue light. Uh, Rachel goes on that on that train. I would have to save you. Cool, dude. <laughs> Burn Ted. 
I had this toy. It was dope. Oh, really? Yeah. The uh, the ski thing that Robin is on? No, the Batman one. Oh, the actual Batmobile. I love how they're like, Freeze is going to... Freeze is going to destroy the city. So, we'll get changed. Also, Bruce keeps using the word four a lot. I'm not a fan of the Batcow. For Batgirl. Of this one right here? Yeah. Yeah, it's strange. It looks too big. Too, too bulky. Wide. Yeah, exactly. How is that a shield? That's just one panel. I love these shots where you physically see them imprinting stuff. <laughs> Fuck the cow. Not a fan of the bat's cow, uh, Bruce's cow either. But I do yeah, love Barbara's outfit now. I like it I'm without the... Overall, overall, just in my entire Batman fandom, I'm not a ridges and color accents and things like that fan. Yeah, me neither. Like, I think that Ben Affleck, and we'll get to this, I think he has in BVS one of the best Batman suits ever on screen. But I think that the second that they tried to amp it up with little detailings in Justice League, I liked it much less. It's morning in the Congo. Again, thawing shit. Bruce, can you maybe not? <laughs> <laughs> the zoomed in phase. Nice. Equality. We love it. 
Yes. <laughs> Dude, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I also believe him. Like, I think this has happened to him in Gotham a few times. I love the commentary. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> I love how you seem to be distracted by this amazing masterpiece. Like, none of them tried that? This is why you should never, ever drink a monster energy drink. This whole movie is is a series of monster energy drink shots. <laughs> hey, Freeze, you're fired. <laughs> I'm so glad they had the special the magic light beams. just so absurd it's so funny the melting effect is amazing how are you not drowning citizens i don't know christopher nolan wishes he could He really does. He doesn't have this much whimsy in his entire body. This poor dude. I love the reuse of the soundtrack in this film, actually. The scores across the board for these four films are all great. Yeah, like I'm not a big fan of reusing soundtracks like Spectre when it reused most of the Skyfall soundtrack. It was just terrible, but this is 
Not too bad. Schumacher really loves these shots. Falling. No, or yeah, the falling, but mainly the the gadget catching. I'll ask a circus boy. <laughs> what even is this movie? I mean, they're gonna fuck later. <laughs> like, what? Do you... <laughs> Bruce gives the nod, like, I approve. <laughs> <laughs> it's what Alfred would have wanted. Alfred just wanted his knees. knees to get fucked in the mansion. <laughs> My dying wish to you, Wilfred, is to make sure Barbara gets purely fucked. That's why I made her this leather outfit, Master. I'm Ray. telling you, every hole's a goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I also love the idea that Superman lives in this universe and did fuck all. Yeah, Superman was like, eh, fuck off. Does he post a letter still? As long as this dog survived, that's that's all I want. I do like this moment where he goes to like help freeze. It's like you what? I like this. I love I love this. That's nice. I love this so much. You don't want to see the whole heart of ice thing done in live action, like for realsies. Yeah, I love this moment though, where he help, asks for help. Yeah, that's nice. Alfred. 
<laughs> Alfred Pennyworth. I love this. Like, I mean, kudos to Schwarzenegger here. I'll just have it on on hand in case you need it. Oh, it's sweet though. We're injecting you with Baja Blast, Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> We're injecting you with Gatorade. Let me die, fucking hell. <laughs> we had emotional closure, Master Wayne. He's like, I'm going to use this moment of sensitivity to make my move. Wait, does she actually love Freeze? What a weird... That's the vibe I got on this watch because... Oh, that's so funny. Not! <laughs> but yeah, I mean, killing off or trying to kill his wife, you know. So he learned nothing from Bruce. Is she coming? This <laughs> living room's in shambles. <laughs> it's only been one day. <laughs> I suppose I have to clean up this shit. <laughs> Leave it for Alfred when he's healed. <laughs> we'll make sure he still has what it takes. <laughs> Like, get on with it. I do love this. I love a good bat family moment. <laughs> Did Barbara ever learn that, like, he's not a slave? Like... <laughs> Did did we ever follow up on that that thread about servitude? I think she gets it now. When when you find out that they've actually been saving the city, I feel like she's like, okay, I'll let them off.
Nice. Oh yeah, the triple run. I just, I love this shot. Yeah, it's stupid, cool. but I love it. It's cool. <laughs> Good on you, Barry. This credits music. Fucking hell. Well, Charlie, that was a film. Good lord. I I just want to apologize to everybody. I know that like I talked less and like that, but the, the, you gotta you gotta you gotta give us some slack on this one. <laughs> <laughs> there were moments that I was just like dumbfounded. It's definitely one of those, you know, tough boy biker. <laughs> Handsome cop. Oh man. Okay, let's let's end that. Alrighty. Yeah, let's uh <laughs> let's see here. Uh yeah. <laughs> that was a movie. I mean, I, I still don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be. I no, think it definitely it has, has more of an identity. It has more of an identity, I think it has certainly some thematic beats that I didn't appreciate beforehand. I feel like there is a definitely a through line throughout these four films, as weird as that seems to say. Um, it's the idea of this lonely man finding a family, I guess you could say. Yeah. It's bonkers, it's ridiculous, it's not great. <laughs> but it's not terrible. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, it's just all the negative aspects of Forever just amplified its studio interference. I mean, it's everything that we know about blockbusters gone wrong now, but it has a little more heart, a little more uh, nuance that gets talked about in terms, especially with Alfred. But it's just, um, yeah, it has all the beats of good Batman stories, but it just has no idea how to how to do the cartoon thing but in a positive way so it's it's almost unfortunate because i feel like now in like the lego batman into the spider verse you know cw crisis type world you could have a super cartoony live action thing like this and hit all the heart and this was just uh an unfortunate mix of of factors really yeah i think that's a good point about the cw like they do a really good job at having like really cheesy moments but also having heart Blending those two elements, having comic book outfits and a comic book ridiculousness. I mean, like we said, Arrow actually used McGregor Syndrome as a nice little nod towards that. But mm-hmm. they, I think they also used the freeze gun from this film. Yeah. Um, you know, crazy, just ridiculous stuff. But I, I can't hate this film. I grew up with it. I mean, we were born the same sort of time. Like, yeah. Would have been like really, really young when this film came out. So it's uh, magical stuff, magical stuff. Alden, yes. Your final rating for the Batman series for the original Batman series, Batman eighty nine to Batman and Robin. Yeah, I think I'm gonna give this one like a three five or a four, somewhere in there. It's not like a one or a two, maybe because I had fun with it. Maybe it's a, a one or two quality wise, but like my experience with it, watching it with a friend, I think is the thing you have to do. If you can get some some pizza and some alcohol. And, and watch this with some friends, you know, this this could be a fun time. 
there's stuff to enjoy in it, but it's it's definitely not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a 4.5. I, I, I unapologetically love this film. It is ridiculous. It is camp. It is just it is just a modern version of the 60s show. And I can't fault it for that. Yeah. Yes, it's not a film I put on like often. But it, I've definitely revisited this film more than others. And I think there's a reason for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting way to close this chapter just in terms of the history of Batman on film. I mean, do you want to talk about the fifth film that would have happened or do you want to save that for our epilogue? We will talk about that next time. Yeah, yeah. On Batman, the epilogue. Uh, unchained sometimes called triumphant but yeah um but the way that it goes out here i mean it's an interesting legacy i mean it's so weird to think like if you were say say you were in your 20s and the 80s and 90s and you watched you know 89 returns forever and this one all come out like the, um, the the tonal whiplash is just is wild and it's hard almost to even have historical context for that. But, but I understand at the same time when this is over, I understand fans and, and executives being like, yeah, this is done. Yeah. At least give this a break for a while, which is weird to think nowadays, because even I feel like now, even if something fails, it's about what a year before they, <laughs> they reboot nowadays. Look at the Spider-Man shift. And that was a crazy shift that went from what? 2000, 10 was a confirmed release date for Spider-Man 4. Then they announced that it got cancelled, and then they announced Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man for 2011, no, 2012. 2014 is when Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out, and then they cancelled that, and within about two years, they brought back the character again. Yeah. Yep. And and tons of, uh, tons of feelings, I think, still lingering about this, but I like that most of the people involved, you know, like Clooney, have seen to have uh, come around to it as a a laughable time in their lives. Yeah, and I feel like uh, people, I mean, like having Joel Schumacher have to apologize to people seems so out of whack to me. I feel Ex- like exactly, yeah, you should never have to apologize for this. It's silly. Like it's a good. It's not that bad. I've seen worse films nowadays than this film. Like truly, like I don't think that this film deserves that. Like it's not at least it's not like Dark Phoenix where it's pretending to be good. Exactly. Yeah, and again, it's about intent and it's about self awareness. And it's yeah, there's no joy in those films. Like there's the, for some reason nowadays all these films try to be these like serious dark subjects. Well, at least for Batman and Robin, it's a bad film, but it's enjoyable. <laughs> like it, it's camp and fun. Right. And if you're a kid, you're probably gonna love it. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, so this this is a, a weird note to go out on. Um, but also, you know, for those of you that have stuck with us through the first season, like we've got some exciting stuff coming up very soon. Yes, we're going to finish off. Obviously, we finish off this season, not with this episode, but next week we'll have a special one-off season finale where we talk about the four films overall what they meant to us and to the fandom and what how it's changed Batman as a landscape, how it would have continued if it were to continue, how it left Batman in cinema, and also just, you know, how we feel about the future. Because there's a lot of rumors about potential, like seeing George Clooney come back to play the role. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, Chris O'Donnell. Well, I think that'll be interesting to talk about. And we may also be joined by a guest, so that's something to look out for there as well. Indeed. But indeed. Until then, Alden. I think it's time to say goodnight. We're going to have to um, take our two uh, shots of McGregor's Cure, and we'll see you in the morning. Thank you for listening. See you next time.